Blog Talk Radio. Let the wind blow, let the glory come down. Hey. 
take the next two hours of this broadcast and use them to glorify the name of Jesus. Father, we completely and totally hand over the next two hours to you. Father, so that whatever is in your heart, Father, whatever is your desire for this broadcast, for the lives of those who are listening to tonight, Lord, we ask your will to be done. So this is our Saturday night. Yes, it is already Saturday night broadcast of Prayer International Radio. Our call in number six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. If you need prayer for something, please give us a call. I'm your co host Sean Holmberg. Um we have Paul Pintor in the studio. Chris um was on last night, so tonight he may stop in. He um is out with his um family tonight. Um so a couple announcements. Um feels like a church service when I say that. Um, so we changed our email address um, to a more professional sounding email address. And so instead of prayerinternational at gmail.com, our new email address um, for prayer requests is just going to be prayer at prayerinternational.org. Um, we realized that um, we already had an account with GoDaddy and for the website and so we went ahead and signed up for some um email addresses to go along with it which is actually pretty good that we did um because in the process of doing that um i found out there was a lot of email that was getting sent to us that we weren't getting um and so i wanted to start off tonight um one person who had been emailing us um, for the last couple of months was a guy named Daniel who is in New York City who is, um, I believe he's in his 60s and he's homeless. And he's been sending out um, prayer requests for the last two months to um, as many people as I think he could. Um, always in a... It, it's shocking... Um, because some of his emails were asked, none of his emails asked for money. All of his emails asked for strength and for people to pray. And all his emails talked about trusting God. And and that's all he wanted. And because he trusted God for everything. And so tonight, Father, Lord, you know exactly where um, this man Daniel is, Father. And so, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, you who are Jehovah Jireh, our provider, you who said that we are accepted at your throne in a time of need. Father, we ask in faith, Lord, that you would provide for Daniel right now, Lord, from the north, from the south, from the east and the west, Lord. We call upon provisions for him, Lord, that you would take him from the street and put him in a home, Father. Lord, that you would bless him exceedingly abundantly above all that he can ask or think, Father. Though he's only asked for prayer, Father, we know that prayer alone is more than enough to reach out and to, and to um, reach you, Father. So, Lord, right now, Lord, we ask for you to sustain him, Father. Heal every sickness, heal every injury he may have, Father. Holy Spirit, Give him comfort 
and peace, Lord, in your presence. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, yeah, um, I guess, Paul, you're on the air now. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. How are you doing tonight, Paul? I'm doing wonderful. I was just fixing to type in a message to the chat room that if we have somebody that sends us an email praying for them in a situation like this gentleman that who has never asked for a dime, we should email him back and tell him we're going to wire him some money, a love offering from the Lord, and give him the password so he can go somewhere, wherever he is in New York, and we can feed him to a night out somewhere in New York City, whether it's a room or wherever he's at, because the Bible says in Proverbs 19:17, if we give to the poor, we're lending to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, um, and, and here's the for all y'all listening. Here's the um, here's the interesting thing about all this. Um, so, um, in the process of um, a setting, because we, we have tried a couple of different business solutions um, for Prayer International, because um, you know we've only been around for a year, but we're dramatically growing and um, the vision that the Lord has given us is always growing and the Lord is always revealing new things he for us to do and that he wants to do through the ministry um, different ways that he wants to through the ministry to reach the lost and you know it comes to a point in time where um, we get lots of emails business emails financial emails um, prayer emails and so I felt that there was a need for us to actually have more than just the just one prayer international at gmail dot com and so um we had tried an account through um one company, but our trial ran out, and so they were gonna charge like fifty dollars a month per person, so for Paul to have like Paul at prayer international, it would have been fifty bucks for for me to have Sean at prayer international it'd have been another fifty bucks and so i I went to um GoDaddy, and I was looking at what they had, and I signed up for it, and um, we have a new listener I've never seen before in the chat room named Happy Hug, so um, thanks for listening tonight. Um, so back to the story. Um, so in the process, I found out there's something called a catch-all email for businesses, and what it is is actually is an email account set up that anytime someone types your email address in wrong, um, like, if instead of typing in, say, prayer at Prayer International, they typed in just pray at Prayer International, it wouldn't necessarily be the right email address, but this one email account would cat would still catch it and store it up. And so when I went to sign up, I found all these different emails um, that had just been caught. They were in limbo that Google would have never seen or received. And so... You know, I wanted to just read this, um, and, you know, this guy, Daniel, um, 
the email he sent um, just a couple days ago, and it says this, Hi, my brothers and sisters. Only if you have time will you say a prayer for me to receive God's grace and provision. Homeless at 65 in New York City and getting weak, God bless you richly. And, you know, that was the extent of the email that he sent. And, you know, previously... Um, he did another one where he said, Hi, my brothers and sisters, asking special prayer for God's strength and provision as we rapidly approach the end of time. This request becomes so much more important because surely times are becoming more perilous. God bless you richly. And then, yet again, another one, which was like um, in February, it says, Hi, my brothers and sisters, asking special prayer for God's strength and provision. I'm being tested and very tired. Um, makes it hard, but I have to count it all joy. God bless you richly, Brother brother Danny. And, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, we've been getting emails from this guy for, I guess, like once every couple days for months. And he sent, and these are mass emails, and no matter what his conditions have been, and I don't even know how he's getting to email to begin with, um, but I guess there's cafes up there and free internet. And, you know, what shocks me about all this is this this guy Danny's been homeless for who knows how long. And not one of his emails says anything negative about his situation. Not one of his emails says anything negative about the Lord. Even though he's homeless, even though he's tired and hungry and weak, and in one of them mentions going to soup kitchen. And one email he said um, was about going into a soup kitchen and seeing the present and seeing the, the presence of the Lord and the joy of the Lord all around him. And no matter how bad his emails sound to us, um, he always ends them with something like counting it all joy. And you know the strength of the Lord. I mean, it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, you know, we talk a lot, and many times we've talked about how, like in the book of Joshua, where Joshua, I mean, where the Lord was talking to Joshua, and he said, only be strong and of good courage, for I'm with you wherever you go. And the one thing this um, man Danny learned, which the children of Israel didn't learn, was to not complain and to trust the Lord in all things, regardless of what the situation looks like. Um, the children of Israel in a similar situation where they're walking through the wilderness, um, they don't exactly know where they're going um, or when they're going to get to their destination, except for they're supposed to be trusting the Lord. And all they did was complain against the Lord, um, angry that their situation wasn't better, angry that the Lord hadn't provided for them exactly the same way that they expected. And so they complained, and they were bitter. And, you know, this homeless guy named Danny up in New York City is in this in a worse situation and he's joyful in the Lord. And it reminded me of a Time magazine article that I read. And at one time there was this photo posted in Time magazine and it showed this woman who um I believe it was she was in India or, or Ethiopia and I know those two are far apart. And you know, she was holding, like, two of her children in her arms, and she had another one or two children there. And and all her children were hungry. They were um, 
like famished um, beyond, um, I guess, emaciated is the, is the word. Um, and, and for most people, it would be a really sad picture. But this woman was smiling, and she was joyful. And someone had asked her or talked to her, and she, all she said was that she trusted the Lord. And she found a joy in the presence of the Lord and in the knowledge of the Lord that surpassed any situation or any circumstance she could be going through. And, you know, the Bible says that God causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. And while we know that we serve a God um, who is more than enough, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God, our provider, we know that, you know, things happen to everybody. Um, the Bible says we're all put in our places um, and the place of our births are established. Um and I don't know the exact scripture, so you'll have to trust me on that one. But, you know, the Bible says that pretty much where you were born, God had foreordained for you to be there um, through the riches of his um, grace. Um, he, had, he made a plan for your life. And, but through our lives, things happen. Bad things happen, good things happen. You know, you have a flat tire, you lose a job, um, Heaven forbid someone someone close to you dies. And the real test of someone's relationship with God and their trust in the Lord is not necessarily what's happening when everything is going well, but as you know, it's what happens when every single thing falls apart. Um, when the worst possible thing happen, the strength of your character and the steadiness of the foundation which your life is built upon will come into test. When Jesus said, um, talks about the wise man who built his um, house upon a rock, which is the word of God, it meant, I mean, he, and he said the the foolish man built his house on the sand. And, you know, when you build your, your foundation, it says no other foundation can be built except for one, which is Christ Jesus. When you build the foundation of your life, um, and you make God the foundation, you make the word of God the foundation and the pillars and the walls of your life and the foundation that it rests upon, then no matter how big the storm is, the walls will never come down. The walls of your integrity, the walls of your relationship with God will always be established because they're in him, they're not in the world. Your strength and the stability that, that upholds you isn't, how much money you have in your pocketbook, but your strength and your stability come from his righteous right hand, knowing that he has, that Jesus said, I know those who are mine and the enemy can never snatch them away. Knowing that the Bible says, resist, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. And so <clears throat> just to encourage, encourage all of you tonight, um, sometimes we've got to actually look at our lives and look at them in a different um in a different way, which is sometimes difficult, but, you know, at times we need to separate ourselves from the situation and look to the scripture to get God's insight and get God's um, opinion on the things around us. Because sometimes what may seem like a, a trial or a test may be nothing more than an opportunity for God to be glorified and an opportunity for God to bless you. So our call-in number... 619-638-8458 If you need prayer Please give us a call 
we're going to go to worship for just a minute, and we will be right back.
Okay, well, welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Um, I'm your co-host, Sean Holmberg, along with Paul Pintor. Thanks for listening tonight. Um, so I talked to Paul, and he's, um, and we need to get into some prayer. Um, so if you have any prayer requests, give us a call, 619-638-8458, our call-in number. Um, hey, Paul, did you have any prayer requests to start with? Well, um, first of all, I would just like to, as I mentioned to you earlier, and for everybody listening, I really want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, and I really want to pray for Jerusalem every night that we're on the air. Amen. Because good heaven. I truly believe that if us as a household if we pray for Jerusalem, it's real simple that God is not a man that he's going to lie. And if we lift up God in his wishes first, that if he's not a man that he's going to lie, that he's going to lift up our wishes, meaning that if we just fall according to his protocol, According to Psalms 122.6, 122.6 says that pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and may they prosper who love you. Um, you know, so I just really want to, as I was mentioning to you and Christopher, that um, I would just really like to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Uh, another verse that ever says, God bless, we give you all the glory and all the honor, amen. But it also says, I'm, I'm, I'm moving up above here, that um, I pray for those that, I pray that those may prosper that love Jerusalem. Those who stand in the gap and pray and that peace will be within them and prosperity in their households according to Psalms twenty two six. Now this is the prayer that I had written um as a confession of thank prayer. And let me read that again. It says I am saved by the wrath of him and justified by the blood of the Lamb. Lord I pray that those may prosper that love Jerusalem, those who stand in the gap and pray, and that peace will be with them and prosperity in their houses, according to Psalms 122, 6 through 9. So, you know, I just want to try to make it a continuity in that and a verbatim habit that we pray for Jerusalem here and that those that join us in prayer that hear, because the Bible says that hear the word of God. To hear the word of God. Hearing comes by the word of God. Correct? Right. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing what? 
hearing the word of God. So, that if anybody is here hearing the word of God, then we pray for Jerusalem, then their household is going to prosper too. And for those that may be lost or those that may be in need, I know that we have brothers and sisters, Brindy or Wendy and um, Will, Sherry, Ophelia. I'm just rattling off tongues by memory because I'm not in the screen room. But um, Grok, Exposing Demons, JC Forever, um, Sherita Bering. Um, we just pray that as we pray these words and they hear them, that God connects to them and their households prosper as well. And as well to pray for nations. Um, there are a lot of nations right now, Libya, Indonesia, Afghanistan, Pakistan. There's a lot of nations that need prayer. And um, so if we don't have a lot of prayer requests tonight that come in from the radio, then, you know, we just need to be sensitive to the spirit and stand in the gap for these nations and uh, do our part because the power is in the word, power is in the blood. Okay? Amen. Uh, so, uh, a lot of people may not know um, some of the stuff that's been going on, um, especially in um, in Israel. Um, seems like there's always always war in Israel. Um, no matter what, no matter when you look, it looks seems like there always is war in in Israel. Um, but we know that um, it's God's chosen people. Um, and like you said, um, the Bible says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, finally, my brethren, pray for us. The word of the Lord may be free, of course. I was reading what it says in the um, chat room, Second uh, Thessalonians three one. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you, from exposing demons. You know that's true. Um, so. Um, you know, that's pretty much all. All I was going to say is that, um, you know, if you don't if you don't watch the news, it's really important to see the times and the seasons that we're living in. And there's always enemies camped about Israel, and there um, pretty much always has been. Um, and though a lot of people who are in Israel in, who are in are in Israel, sorry, I couldn't talk there for a moment. Even though a multitude of them don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, they it's not. The only thing is, they just haven't had the Holy Spirit reveal it to them yet. Their hearts haven't been um, changed, and but we trust the Lord for their salvation, and knowing that the Lord um, will save a remnant for Himself, as the Scripture says. Um, so even in your own households, um, it's always a good thing to continually have Israel in prayer before the Lord and to stand in the gap for that nation. Um, if for, if for no other reason than the fact as that if it wasn't for Israel, then um, we know that's the lineage where Jesus Christ came from. Um, so, go ahead, Paul. 
Well, you know, uh, so where do you want to start out at? I know we, I noticed that we have somebody new in the chat room called Happy Hugs. Um, I've never seen the name before, but I know that sometimes people have to come into the chat room um Sometimes they, we know them by their blog talk radio profile, and for whatever reason, they got to come in back into the platform with another name, you know. Uh, and for some reason, I just feel in my spirit that we may know Happy Hugs, and probably their name well, is Happy Hugs. <laughs> Go ahead. Something I was talking to, I talked to Chris about. Um, before is that you know over the course of the last year um we've had multitudes of people who've um been who've listened to the show um and they come for multitudes of different reasons and you know we're just i mean blessed the fact that people come in and listen to the show at all and um and so it doesn't matter what name they use it doesn't mean None of that's really um, none of that really matters to us because um, we're just here to literally to be servants of the Lord and to stand with everybody in prayer. Um, so I mean, they could use pretty much whatever name they want, and for us, we'd be completely ecstatic with it. So um, you do not okay. So 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 happy hugs looks like they're actually a new listener, which is awesome. Um, so thank you for listening to the show. If you have any prayer requests, uh, let us know. And, um, you know, for all of you who are listening to the show, um, even those of you um, who've always listened, um, you know, it's really important to us, uh, and it means a lot to us. Whenever um, whenever we pray, um, if the Lord, even if it's not us that's praying, um, and just to lay it out there, because um, we're not the only ministers out there, especially on Blog Talk Radio. Um, if the Lord does something in your life, you need to testify about it. You need to tell other people to increase their faith. You know, when the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord, you know, the Bible also says that um, we overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And you know, the testimony of your life will give encouragement and um, and help the faith of other people, um, even on this show. So there's many people out there who listen to the show and they're just hoping to see a miracle. They're the like Thomas in the tree. Uh, was it? I think it was Thomas in the tree um, when Jesus walked by, who got up in the tree just hoping that he could see some miracle. Or was it Thomas or was it someone else? Um, I don't remember. Um, so, um, anyway, Paul, let's well, see. Uh, go ahead. Well, so for whoever Happy Hugs is, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we are, me and Paul and all the other listeners here at Block Talk Radio, Father, tonight, Lord, we come before you. Father, knowing that you know every need in um, this person's life, Lord, asking that you would completely and totally fill them with your presence, Father, completely and totally fill them with your spirit, Lord. For, 
Lord, we claim the salvation for their entire household, Father. Lord, for any need that they may have, Father, whether it's financial or spiritual, Lord. We know that you're the God who's more than enough. We know that your word declares that you know the plans you have for us, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give us a future and a hope, Father. So, Lord, we pray that you would establish them in your word, Lord. You would strengthen them with all might through your spirit and in their inner man, Father. That Christ would dwell in their hearts through faith, Lord. As it says in Ephesians, that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened to know the hope of their calling, Father. Father, we ask for wisdom and revelation upon them, Lord. Father, we ask for discernment, Lord, the gift of discernment, Father, that you would give them words of knowledge, Lord, that you would begin to speak to them, Father, in the day and in the night, Father, that you would reveal your word to them, Lord, reveal your presence to them. Holy Spirit, fill them completely and totally, Father. Give them the joy that passes all understanding, Father, or the peace that passes all understanding, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, my cat is here, you know, in my ear. Um, right, man. Problem with having a, a, an office in the same room with your cats are at. Uh, so, um, so, that being said, Father God, Lord, <laughs> it's one of those broadcasts. But you know what? You're yeah. still getting glorified. <laughs> Father, you're still going to yeah. be glorified in everything that's done, Jesus. So, Father, for the nation of Israel right now, Lord. Father, for the nation of Israel, Lord, we ask that you would reach out to every single person, Lord. Every Israeli, Lord. Father, not only every Israeli, Lord, but every single person from Pakistan. Father, that your will would be done in that nation right now, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I hear the voice. It's the voice of the one I love. He's calling my name. I hear you calling me, Jesus. I hear the voice. Voice of the one I love is calling my name. Can you hear him calling you? He's saying, Come up higher. I hear the angels singing. Come up higher, my beloved. Come up higher. This world behind You'll find it to be beautiful
Give the Lord praise tonight.
Well, welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Our call in number is 619-638-8458. That is 619-638-8458. I'm Sean Holmberg along with Paul Pintor. So we've had a little bit of worship, um, actually a lot of worship comparatively speaking, um, as opposed to how much we normally um, do in a row on the, so- on the show. But um, I got to talking to someone in the chat room, and, um, you know, it was interesting. We, um, For all of you who are listening from our website, we have a chat room at um, on the same website we host a show from, which is Blog Talk Radio. So if you, you go to blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash prayer international, um, you'll get to listen to the show, and it also has a chat room. Um, and so every night we have people come into the chat room and, you know, sometimes it's just interesting to sit back and, and watch the conversations that go on. Um, more often than not, it's just the people listening to the chat room, uh, quoting scriptures and, you know, for a little bit of time there, um, during the, um, the worship music, it, it was really nice just to worship the Lord um, have music in the background um, to create an atmosphere of praise to him, and then to just see people posting scripture after scripture. Um, someone had written in our chat room um, something about um, about prayer, and I, I wanted to read this. It was, prayer has everything to do with molding the soul into the image of God. And hold on, now I lost it. Prayer has everything to do with molding the soul into the image of God and has everything to do with enhancing and enlarging the measure of divine grace. It has everything to do with bringing the soul into complete communion with God. Wow. You know, that reminds me um, not so much of something that anybody said, but the way it was written, um, the way they said that. Um, because I remember watching this movie called National Treasure, um, which is a movie with Nicolas Cage in there. And the movie's irrelevant, but um, this, part of the storyline is Nicolas Cage is a, um, a history buff and knows everything about history, um, things that most normal people would have no way of knowing or wouldn't know. And, you know, he made a quote about the Constitution and about some of the writings of the Founding Fathers is that people don't talk that way anymore. You know, I, I remember growing up reading um, books written by um, men and women who shaped the world through prayer. People like Andrew Murray and Smith Wigglesworth. And that, I mean those men and women who literally spent their time on their knees before the Lord in prayer. If you've never read any books, um, any Christian books, um, it's not, and I'm not, I'm not going to, and when I say this, I don't, I'm not saying this in a bad way. And so don't, don't get me wrong, but there's a difference between reading books that are written nowadays by people, um, by some of the more popular authors you'll see out there. And then reading a book from someone like Andrew Murray. And I'm not saying this to necessarily to praise him. Um, 
but there's a difference. There was an intimacy and a fire that came from, it seemed like almost every word they would write. And you would read some books that they read, that they wrote. And it, in some ways you couldn't tell a difference between the way they wrote and the way that the apostle Paul wrote. There was such um, passion in their writing about the Lord. Um, so much that it wasn't that you you could read a book by one of these authors and it wasn't like they were just trying to give you a lesson or trying to give you a teaching outline but it was the fact that their very relationship with the Lord, the very intimacy they had with him through prayer and the time they spent in communion with him sort of like overflowed into the words that came out of their mouth and so by just by reading their words, you could almost get a glimpse into a, a, almost like a behind-the-scenes look where you could just tell that, they, they, that it was someone who had spent countless hours uh, on their knees in front of the Lord. And, you know, here, here at Prayer, Prayer International, we, we make it our aim and our, our, our vision, our goal to pray for the nations, um, regardless of that's one person a night or... A multitude of nations and but you know prayer it's true prayer always starts one-on-one -on -one with you and the Lord because prayer is itself is the very thing that's going to bridge the gap between you and the Father and I say that metaphorically um, because the gap's been bridged through the blood of Christ Jesus but the actual I guess a better term terminology is the communion barrier because just because we're saved um, just because the Bible declares that we've been redeemed and that we're sanctified through his blood doesn't mean that we necessarily have communion with the Lord. It says we can have communion in the Lord. You know, the Bible says come boldly to the throne of grace in which we are accepted in a time of need. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to come to the throne of grace. Um, it, says, it talks about the grace in which we stand. And the Bible talks about fellowship with the Father. You know, Jesus himself said um, to ask whatever we want in his name. But how many people really ask him? How many people actually take the time in their own lives to, to seek the Lord? And, you know, if I can talk about that just for a minute, um, there is a huge communication gap nowadays between the world and the Lord God. Um, even among many Christians. And what I mean by that is you can ask a lot of people, and I know the, the news and people randomly will do surveys of people asking them, well, do you believe in God and do you go to church and do you believe in this and do you believe in that? And many, many, many people will will claim that they believe in God. And there's even some that will claim and say that they um, are Christians or they believe in Jesus. But I, I've yet to see a survey with how many people say that they actually have a relationship with God. And, you know, there's a big difference. The, like, um, like, like the speaker said last night, and why, I don't know why I can't remember the name of the guy who was on last night, Chris's friend. Um, Roger. Roger. Um, you know, something that Roger talked about, Last night um, And Okay I lost my train of thought um, 
that's what it you is. You can be in the you kingdom know. and not know the king. Right, and you know something. Roger, something Roger said last night was that even the demons in hell believe in God and believe in Jesus, and it says they tremble. The Bible says that even the enemy believes in the, in the Lord and trembles. The demons would run up to Jesus, saying, "Why are you here, Son of the Most High God?" And they would be fearful that he would cast them into the lake of fire and to the pit, because they knew him. But that doesn't mean they had a relationship with him. And you know, you can start out, you can know someone, you can know about someone all you want, but it doesn't mean you have a relationship with them. And just because you have a relationship with someone doesn't mean you spend enough time with a person to know absolutely anything about them. You know, many of us can claim that we know the Lord, that we've um, given him our lives. A lot of us can claim that we pray and that we'll seek the Lord when we need something. But how many people out there, and, and I'm not saying this to bring shame on anybody, but more of a sense of revelation and and desire is the fact that how many people can say not only do they know the, know who the Lord is, not only do they have a relationship with Him, but how many people can say they really know Him? Um, you know, Paul said that he counted all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, that he may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings. Um, you know, we can know that we have God has a plan for our lives, but there's something that's even better than that, which is when you enter into a relationship with the Lord and a fellowship with the Lord, and there's something even better than that is when you actually have intimacy with him, when you're actually spending enough time with the Lord that you actually get to the point of actually talking to him, where it's not you just don't come to him for prayer, but you come to him for everything. A lot of people, when they when they, you talk about a relationship with God, they just assume that you mean, okay, did, did, have they prayed? Have they prayed for this? Have they prayed for that? Did they come to the Father when they when they need something? But the question is, do you come to Him when you don't need anything at all? When everything's fine, when your life's normal, when you're just going about your daily life, do you still come to Him? Do you still talk to Him? Do you still have communion with Him? Because, you know, the Bible says we can't. And I think that one of the, uh, there's a big difference in some ways between people, the way people used to live their lives and now. Because you can tell. I mean, the Bible says you'll know a tree by their fruit. And you don't, you know, people don't have to have an actual relationship with them. Um, but it makes an amazing difference when they do. Um, you know, something that's always bothered me. Um, Paul, is that a lot of people claim they, they know the Lord. A lot of people claim they have a relationship with him. And then there's a lot of people who claim they actually can hear him and they and they have an actual relationship where they talk back and forth. Um, but if you ask a lot of them the same question, and what does the Lord think about this and what does the Lord think about that, a lot of times you'll get a completely different answer, which makes me really wonder. Um I mean, I know Chris and Tracy, um, who aren't on the show tonight, um, but I'll be, but Chris will be on tomorrow. You know, I know Chris spends so many hours in his little prayer room with the Lord. Um, times he'll spend, he'll he'll stay up all night long, 
I mean, literally all night long. He'll spend all day long just in prayer. And not just because he needs something, even though there's always a need. And, and not just for that reason, but because he has that intimacy with the Lord. Because everything he does, he wants to get the Lord's um, input on it. He, Like the disciples said, it seemed, to, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to do the things that they did. They actually realized that every step of their lives needed to be conducted with him and not just for him, not just coming to him because they wanted an answer, but because they wanted a partner. And the one thing that we really need in our lives more than anything is not a better message. It's not... Um, a better worship song, but it's actually a relationship, a working relationship with the Lord. Where you know, when the Bible says that He leads us beside still waters and He makes us lay down in green pastures, um, you know, at times we have to be able to incline our ears and, like Paul said earlier, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, so that we can learn to discern when He's speaking to us and then can respond. Because I think the Lord is always speaking to us. He's always, and it's not always do this or do that, but sometimes he's just wanting to tell us he loves us. Sometimes he's just wanting to talk about our days um, or whatever. Um, so anyway, enough about that. Uh, this is Prayer International Radio. Our call in number 619-638-8458. We have um, someone calling in. Um, so I'm going to go check the um, chat room, I mean the um, the switchboard, and we will be right back. This is my prayer 
everybody. Well, welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Our call in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer, please give us a call. Um, so we have um, Catherine who called in, who's on the line. And Catherine um, wanted to interject some stuff about her life and so what we were talking about. And it seems good to the Holy Spirit, and it seems good to me. And so, Catherine, go ahead. It's all yours. Well, I guess, you know, I got really impacted by a song by Mylon LeFevre, which is an old song. It's called Trains Up in the Sky. And he said, you know, we are strangers, rearrangers. We are not of our own. You know, and when I look at the apostles, and, you know, at after the resurrection, you know, when we look at the resurrection of Christ and how supernatural the renting of the veil was and, you know, his resurrection and then the reappearing, as a Christian for me, when when I got it, it was like, Wow. You know, that's that's big stuff. You know, right? And uh, I can't. And and it's it's not natural. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And, and I'll go further just to elaborate. Um, you know, I came to Christ. You know, ready to jump off a bridge and kill myself. And and I really you know, needed the Lord. And he came to me and he got a grip on me. And once he did, you know, I'm not saying that I didn't let go, but he did not let go. You know, a lot of us, I think, think that it's all about what we do. For me, as a human being, it's about what he did and what he still does and what he promised us throughout the word. And um, I've been an urban missionary for about 30 years. I'm 50. And uh, I have seen, you know, the plane shift for me um, in where I would go and what I would do and what the Holy Spirit would manifest in those things that, you know, he sent me as an embodiment of who he was to touch. And I think the greatest force against a Christian is unbelief. I I really believe that. I believe that, you know the unbelief of the fact that, you know, Christ in us and the Holy Spirit who empowers us can't do all things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Does, he can't does do that all make things any sense to you? It does. He can't do all things if we're not willing to believe him in doing anything. Um Right. Right, and my confession has always been 
very honest with the Lord. You know, if if I didn't understand that I could have the mind of Christ, I would say, you know, look, I'm having a really difficult time gripping this truth. You know, because the word says that we're not supposed to lie to the Holy Spirit. You know, and some people would say, well, that's a negative confession. No, that's the truth where I am at today. So, you know, Lord, please help me, you know, to get beyond this. And it doesn't just happen in a minute. You know, it takes time. It takes work. It takes, you know, laying before the Lord and soaking in who he is and what he is, Um, you know, as our intercessor, you know, it's got so much for me, even today, to do with belief, believing. And when we have the struggles with believing, we have to make a true confession. And he will get us beyond, you know. Right, because um, the point of intimacy is honesty. And, absolutely. You know, some, a lot of times I think um, all of us as Christians, a lot of times we um, people get so used to putting on a face um, to pretend that everything is okay to the world, and then somehow that translates into the prayer closet with the Lord who already knows everything to begin with, but sometimes um, we don't want to appear weak even to him. But he wants to he, he wants to know us, and he already knows us as we are. He knows everything about us, every hair on our heads. And, you know, a, a lot of times the only way through our, through our struggles is to actually have a real uh, – come face-to-face with him and have a real connection with him which doesn't come until we put our guards down in front of the Lord and lay before him vulnerable. Like the scripture says, be still and know that I am God. If, you know, Jesus said you have not because you ask not. And, you know, if you have a problem with anything in the scripture um, and you need revelation about it or you need the Holy Spirit to make it alive so that you can actually live it, it's not going to happen until you actually come before the Lord and confess that you need him for it um, until you let him have that place in your life. A lot of times we hold on to so much because we still want to do it ourselves without realizing that we can't do anything on our own and that the work of regeneration and everything comes through the Holy Spirit and not through ourselves. Um, Sort of like you were saying, learning that – Something you said in that when we were talking um, during the worship is that um, you learn that your life doesn't belong to you, that it belongs to him. Right, right. And I have seen, you know, so many shifts in, you know, environments that he would put me in, you know, translations, if you will, or the places that I was called to, or the things that I was to do, they they had nothing to do with me. Um, I had to believe in the supernatural manifestation of 
the helper, the Holy Spirit coming and doing what Jesus Christ said that he would do, you know, believing that and seeing it and receiving it. And uh, I have been blessed to see so many miracles and um, healings and, you know, that had nothing to do with me. They had everything to do with him, you know, and it's really the laying down of the flesh, you know, and believing that, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit could work through me as he said it would and could, you know. Right. The same Holy Spirit. We talk about that almost every night on the show about us being, it's about the same Holy Spirit. And, you know, something I was saying is, I think I said this the other night, is it seems like a lot of people, we quote the scripture, but how often do we actually believe the scripture? Um, even more so believing it for our own lives. Um, it's easy to quote a scripture that says that we're buried with him in baptism and we're raised in the newness of life, or to quote a scripture saying that we're, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new, crea- new creation, old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. But it takes a lot more to actually go to the Lord and let that those words become a revelation that actually manifests in your own life so that you actually live it and it actually becomes part of your very identity are those scriptures that you um, read about in the word of God. And then you realize that when the Bible says that we're, that we were um, buried in, we were buried and raised with him and that our lives are not our own anymore and the life that we live, we should live to God. And because, you know, it's his body, it's his church it's his will that's being done. It's his commit. It's his um, dominion. It's his kingdom come. His will be done on earth, not ours. And you know, the first step that most of us have to take is to get past that one barrier. That is not like what was the book? Um, someone wrote the purpose driven life, and the first sentence in the book says it's not about you, because it, it's not. It's about him. Everything's about him. Um, too often we're fighting for the glory and fighting for the praise that never belonged to us to begin with. And if we're not willing to let God work and let him work in us and trust that he's going to do what he said he's going to do, like it says in Hebrews um, or Romans, those who are Hebrews, those who come to the Lord must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You know, the same words that we pray for other people, the Lord will do in our own lives. And he'll use all of us, every single one of us, to touch those around us. But it's not just so we can get some praise and because it's all about us. It's because the Lord is actively pursuing the loss. He's actively wanting to work in people's lives and to touch people's lives. And we get the privilege of working with him in it. So... Thank you so much for calling, um, Elizabeth. Um, Like I was saying, it's awesome to actually um, have someone on the show um, who actually has a a life of intimacy with the Lord, someone who um, 
actually knows him, not just in good times but in bad times, someone who actually has a, a real relationship with him that isn't based on what you're going to get but based on who you get to be with, which is him. Amen. And I hate to cut this short, everybody, but we're um, pretty much out of time. So we'll be back tomorrow night. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Today's Saturday night. So tomorrow morning, um, Sunday morning, um, the second episode of our uh, Sunday morning um, slash church services, uh, 10 a.m. Central Time on our website. Just click, go to our website, which is prayerinternational.org, and there's a link on the left for Sunday service. Um, and if you need prayer in the meantime, email us at at prayer at prayerinternational.org. And if you can't be with us tomorrow morning, then we will see you tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. And so, Father, I just pray the blessing on the Lord, on everybody listening tonight, Lord, that you would reveal yourself through your Holy Spirit. Reveal the power of the blood of Jesus to them. Father, reveal to them the thoughts and intentions of your heart for them and the good things that you have planned for them, Lord, and for those who trust you and those who lay their lives down, Father, and come to you. Amen. Yeah.